Then around like this 45 second mark, we come in casual conversation style uh, about the topics that we were, you know, just casually discussing uh, off air with our good buddy and first time guest, actually, Mr. Brian Betts. How yeah. you doing, friendo? I'm, I'm doing well. I can't believe it's taken this long to become a know, guest. Man. It's because we don't like you. That's fair. I hey! Get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very un- it's very untrue. <laughs> we love you, Brian Betts. I actually I have this section written down as Brian Banter. Okay, it's not mm-hmm. how you pronounce it, but I, I, Banter works. <laughs> I, is that German? It is Brian German. Banter. Yes, <laughs> it is. Okay, good. Uh, is that close to Austria? Right where our star of our movies from? I don't know. What's world was, geography? Where's Carmen San Diego? Where's Carmen <laughs> San Diego when I need her? So, real quick segue here. Also, I'm gonna pay, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna poke holes in our opening every week. Mm-hmm. We talk about this thing that's happening, like casual banter as we come in. Why don't we just like record that banter and just start? Just start recording as soon as we meet up. And have like no plan to start, but just record like cinema verite style, but like cinema podcast verite. Uh, all right, podcast veritas. All right, I'm into that. You wow. know what? Yeah. As soon as we get into calls from now on, recording because start. Every time you say it, you you come in. We're well, like, yeah. we're just coming in from banter, and like we had banter that you're referring well, we to did. that nobody will ever hear. So exactly. I don't know why you referred was, to it. It was real good. It was always so. kind of. That was always kind of the joke, like, you'll never hear it, so haha, uh, you gotta <laughs> listen to this crap instead. Sorry. <laughs> you gotta be lucky to be enough you. to be asked to be a guest to be part of the banter. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so much. That's, that's all I was saying. But I like the, so much I like the podcast Veritas style. That's the, uh, that's the new way forward. It's even less editing, so... Fuck yeah, I'm all about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can still, like, find your drop-in point. Like, there might be 10 minutes of bullshit garbage that we talked about at the beginning. But it would have, like, a natural in. And then when we feel it, we can segue in naturally. When we feel like it's clicking, it's good. That's it. There we go. And we have we have the Brian banter going, and it's flowing. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like it. And we're showing that we do love Brian. Brian, I think only a... one of us has ever said anything that would contradict that. <laughs> Who? <Yeah>. When? <laughs> I wonder if it was ever recorded. <laughs> <laughs> never. You'll never get me on tape, copper. <laughs> <laughs> nah, see? Yeah. That's the perfect <laughs> crime, see? Yeah. <laughs> No, I was I was trying to say this was a uh, a pretty great year because we saw our good buddy Brian twice this year, IRL. You're counting that as twice, right? Because I, I, did we not see each other? Are you counting we it as twice the, because I I left and came back to pick up my Xbox? Then no, three we, times we met, up at, we met up at Yard Games too, homie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I yeah. forgot about that too. Yeah, yeah, man, that was this that? year. Dude, that this year this has been like year. 10 years long, so. I know, man. We were actually, we ended up staying in the same motel. It was a smart we did. move. We were not camping. No. No, not a chance. We're not, we're not. Us three, 
We're, we're not mm. camping people. Not the camping type. No. No. No, I, I, I want no. a TV. I want air conditioning. I want Family Guy on basic cable. That's what I want. Okay. <laughs> I need TBS or I can't sleep. <laughs> oh, man, I do need my TBS. <laughs> I need Ted Turner's <laughs> dying legacy to keep me feeling good at night. TBS, uh, they be sleeping. It's it's the station you put on to go to sleep. They be sleeping. It's true. Watch uh, uh, episodes of the Carlos Mencia show and George Lopez. Wow. And oh, it's getting worse. It's just... And news radio sometimes, maybe. <laughs> All right. No, I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. No, that checks out. That's probably the TBS late night lineup. <laughs> uh, At least have... it was 10 years ago. The wings at some point. Man, probably that, be that's dating me. The the wings and Boston Common would both have their own back to back hour blocks every Absolutely. night. Like wings is two to three a.m. and then Boston Common from three to four a.m. Was it that late? Night. Man, I stayed I up know, way maybe. late. <laughs> wow, we were we were dumb kids, right? We didn't know better. I, mean, I still do. Yeah, I still do. That's uh staying up late. That's pretty action movie movie star, I'd say. Well, I don't think they're going to bed early. No, man. That's These that's what lamos do. Action heroes, action movie guys. They stay up late. Yeah. Nah. Playing video games with their buddies. That's what action nah. heroes do. <laughs> I kick ass, but I make sure to get a full eight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they do. I think like LeBron James, legit. He has a dude that he pays that just tells him the optimum time for him to sleep and like he has to get like eight to nine hours every night. That's somebody's job. Somebody's job is to tell LeBron that it's bedtime. He like monitors his vitals and shit. And he's like, all right, man. And it's all like LeBron is like for like an hour before he goes to bed. Like he shuts off all electronics. Like he, he deplugs, desensitizes. Like like, everybody says you're supposed to do, but nobody does. Nobody does. It's I like fall asleep in the morning holding and I'm my still phone. On my phone. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's real action movie star, right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Brian, the, uh, I want to bring it up again just because it's always good to plug a good thing you do. The second time we saw you was your first time coming to hang out with us at the 24-hour stream, buddy. Yeah. What did you think of your first experience of the 24-hour stream? It was a blast. I had a lot of fun doing yeah. it. And... Uh, was happy to spend the time with you guys, and it was even better that we were doing it for a good cause. It's the only justification you have, like, I found. You're like, oh, I, I do a lot of silly things, but I'll talk about it because it's for a good cause at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah, Like, when I what told people I was working with that I oh. was... When I told people I was working with that I was going somewhere, they were like, what? And I was like, it's for charity. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> You're leaving like the, the state? Uh, it's that, that impenetrable armor of all judging. It's like, oh, no, it's charity. Oh, mm-hmm. well, okay. Oh, Go well, ahead. have fun. <laughs> it's like couple those two guys that uh, they, they get into, like, all these secure places just by both of them carrying a ladder, and they just walk with purpose with a ladder, and, like, security just lets them walk right past, and they just get into all these, like, concerts and venues and movies and shit just carrying a ladder. Just I need to buy dudes. a ladder. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty great YouTube video. I need to. I need to find that out. 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to write that down. You want to try it? Uh, no, no, oh. I'm not nearly ballsy enough to do that. I, but I would like to see somebody else to do it. Yes, it's pretty great. Um, it's pretty action movie heroy. I'd say it's very Thunder Gun. Huh? Mm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ah. It's a deep cut for an always, always sunny, sunny that yeah. has been referenced tons of times on this show. I'm glad I referenced it now as the callback. I uh, will say four more seasons makes me very happy. That's awesome. I know. That's pretty awesome news. Um, You know, last week we had Sylvester Stallone on the show. Uh, I don't think we're going to have Arnold on this week, sadly. No? You don't think so? I guess you're going to have to settle for me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... I would say it's an improvement because at least we can hear every word you're saying and not Mm -hmm. every other four words. That's fair. There's a couple of... uh, There was one Arnold sentence that it definitely seemed like he spoke it and out of order. Yeah. But I, I, I wish they would have wrote it down, but I he, did not even he, notice. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually surprised uh, at how articulate he was. I believe there was a lot of, this, uh, this conceit, this preconceived notion of Arnold just garbling all of his words together. And, and I was like, Oh no, I can understand his sentences. I think there was quite a ADR going on <laughs> uh maybe maybe if it was i didn't notice it too bad i thought it was pretty natural his uh his delivery and again i again did not have any trouble understanding him at any point get to the chopper loud and clear easy easy peasy i didn't that didn't sound right ryan can you do it again but do the voice yeah uh <clears throat> excuse me get to the chopper that, that one? That was perfect. Arnold right, Schwarzenegger. Get, yeah. Get, Get to, to the chopper. Get to the chopper. <laughs> Did I nail it? <laughs> I'm very proud of you. That was incredible. <laughs> flawless. <laughs> Absolutely flawless. I can't wait till later. I'm going to have you do uh, Billy uh, when he sacrifices himself to the Predator. But when we get there. Um. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I guess, you know, let's fucking dive into this a little bit. Brian, first of all, thank you for joining us on Action Movie December. Yeah, of course. Um, you chose this movie, Predator, after I forgot to tell you to pick an action movie. That's true. And you first picked Gremlins. I did. You said so disappointed. So li- disappointed it wasn't Gremlins. Your original because message just said Christmas. 80s, 90s movie. And I said, oh, Gremlins, obviously. It's it's December. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. And then you said, oh, I meant action. And then, of yeah, course, the first place your mind goes when you're talking 80s action is Arnold. So I'm, I'm very happy that you didn't pick Commando because I don't like Commando. Okay. I mean, that's fair. Throwing that out there. At least I didn't. I'm not going to argue with you about it. <laughs> you like Commando? Are you a Commando fan? I like Commando, but I definitely like this more. What about, do you like Cobra? I don't think I've ever seen Have Cobra. You ever, 
See, so many people have never even seen Cobra. Is that Stallone? Yeah, that's like yeah. one of like early Stallone. Like, <clears throat> yeah, up. I've not seen Cobra. I've seen that either. I watched a lot of Stallone. Again, my dad was a big Stallone guy, so. Mm-hmm. 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 Saw a lot of Rockies, which was okay. You know, I'm gonna make a rough re- Rafi, a Rocky reference a little bit later too. Oh, that's fun. I at the edge of my seat. I'm glad you <laughs> dropped it. Yeah. The anticipation. There's gonna be a twist. There's gonna be a twist. There is no Rocky pun. I didn't say pun. Joke reference. Reference. reference? Just reference. reference. Yeah. Oh. oh, it's a okay. reference. You're teasing a reference. It's not teasing even something clever. <laughs> Who says podcasts shouldn't go on forever and that they lose their edge? Put a pin in it, you know. We'll come back to it. Guys, hold on. I've got a reference to Rocky. (laughs) Oh, it took a minute for the full weight of that comment to really hit me. Oh, it's such a... It was good. It was... It's a setup that'll pay off later. It's a secret tool that we'll use later. <laughs> I don't know if it will. <laughs> it won't now. It's been too overhyped. Well, in case your reference falls flat, Ooh. I'll back it up with another Rocky reference. <laughs> awesome. That's right. I just teased a double reference. Oh, man. It's, it's a it's a threequel. Unless it's the same reference, and then I can't help you. Yeah, well, we'll see who makes it first. Who gets to be crowned king of Rocky references. (laughs) 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 Um, As I always try to start these, I like to ask, when was the first time that you saw this particular movie, and did you see it in theaters? This movie came out in 1987. I'm going to imagine neither of you have seen this in theaters. That is correct. So, do either of you remember the first time that you first saw Predator? I do. Yeah? I I very much remember that. Well, the first time I remember seeing Predator. I might have seen it when I was younger, but um, my senior year of college, my roommate was obsessed with Predator, and I... As far as I knew, never seen it. So he's like, oh, we're sitting down. We're watching Predator. And I've seen it probably 25 times since then. Nice. So Okay. But that's pretty actually very recent. Yeah. It's it's like the last 10 years. Okay. Wow. And damn. And you still pick this as your 80s action movie. See, I thought this would have been more ingrained in you like a childhood thing. Like, spoiler alert, is a big thing for me. I saw this movie... Uh, when I was a real young kid, I think probably because of my mom, I saw a lot of movies via my mom that I probably should not have seen. Alien and Predator were both of that ilk. Uh, but I remember Predator impacting me a whole lot more than Alien as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because that design just stuck with me. And Arnold is a fucking beefcake. So, of course, that's going to stick out. What about you, Ryan? Um, <clears throat> I also came across this when I was much, much younger. Um, I don't remember when exactly. I would guess probably around the 
10 to 15 range uh, on cable on a yeah. Saturday afternoon, sat HBO or somewhere. Somewhere, maybe cable, maybe uncensored. I feel like I saw something with like all the blood in it too when I was a kid, so that's why I want to lean towards potentially HBO or something. But, uh, uh, yeah. It's one of those, I think I came in halfway through, um, when they were already in the jungle in the middle of the second act, kind of being chased by something, and I, I was, I was in. Um, and it wasn't until like years later that I saw the first third of the movie that sets everything else up and I never knew about it. It was just like that jungle movie where they're being hunted by an alien. Great. Love it. I never had context, but, um, I don't know. It's one you, you talk about too, having like a, a reference and going back 25 times, Brian and Kyle, you, you having a nostalgia for it from when you were a kid too. But, uh, this is not one I really have much nostalgia for. It's one of the ones I saw and kind of went back maybe once, and that was it. I moved on, kind of like the Alien movies, too. Never really resonated or stuck much with me. I've seen all of them. I enjoyed them all to different extents. Some I didn't, but for some reason, it's just not something that, I don't know, grabbed me and held me. Like, it has for a lot of people who are like, this is like their action movie or like this is their genre like 80s movie. Like that's not me to, to each their own. I get it, but it's not me. And I where mean, we fall, we'll get that, into. Yeah. Not only is it that for me, a big part of this movie, like because I saw it so young, it influenced a lot of like I was super and I still am super into monster movies of any kind. And yeah. I feel like. Predator is one of the most unique monster designs like I had ever seen and still to this day is so unique and iconic to me that it it blows me away and I love dude this animatronic is so well designed it's so expressive for what it is and like yeah. to be a completely alien creature and still be able to understand <laughs> man it's I don't know that fucking mouth is so crazy looking too I don't know it it sticks with me more than a xenomorph design? I don't know. I keep saying I don't know a lot, too. I just realized that. Uh, <laughs> I agree with you, though. This is iconic. I, uh, yeah. I drew I, that mouth yeah. a lot, like, in a lot of my monster designs that I did as a kid, too. You know, that that insect-type mandible. Really? All about those mandibles, say. yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. A fantastic Stan Winston creation. That, uh, fun fact, he came up with on an airplane... Uh, ride in between two different job sites. Yeah. He was bored and like inspiration hit while he was sleeping and he sketched out the fucking the mouth and built everything from there. On that flight huh. he was sitting next to James Cameron and James Cameron swears that he came up with the mandibles. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I mean... I, here Cameron. it is. I'll put it out there because I don't fucking <laughs> ever care. James Cameron sounds like a prick and he sounds like he oversteps sure. his boundaries a lot yeah. and he's a yeah. braggadocious asshole. So uh I I think uh fuck him and it was all Stan Winston. Boom. Alright. <laughs> I have the official stance of experience crime <laughs> podcast. You know what? That's the thing. I hundred percent back that. I I would have uh, Stan Winston, all the way. Fuck yeah, he's one of the most iconic monster yeah. design creators of all time. I would yeah. absolutely brilliant. He came up with that 
over James Cameron. So yeah, 100%. Because he would know immediately uh, how to make it work, too. He probably had it, like, when he was sketching it, he already knew mechanically how he was going to design it. He's yeah. like, oh, are, yeah, this will be fucking cool. Are you saying the creative genius behind the plot device of Unobtainium, that creative wordsmithing in Avatar, yeah, okay. you know, did not hey. come up with the alien from Predator? <laughs> he did not? No, this here's, is... No, this cannot be. Here's the sad be. part, man. Uh, I... I don't think that that James Cameron came up with that. It's it's actually like a real hypothetical thing that existed before he wrote it. Unobtainium. Unobtainium. Yeah, it's a, it, it's actually it was created or pawned back in the 1950s. Uh, I'm so going to need a lot. As far of as I'm concerned, that. that makes James Cameron even less creative. Yeah, it does. <laughs> And it's it most famously is from Avatar, but like, yeah, uh, yeah. The, okay, I see. Yeah, but it's it is like, a thing. I know it's it's like it saying okay. It, so unobtainium is is yes. the name for any immeasurable kind of substance. Yeah. So like yeah. it's it's like saying in a space movie where you have spaceships. This is my spaceship UFO. Yes, absolutely. It's still a fucking hack job. So that he came up with anything sure. creative. I agree with Brian. It's actually kind of less creative because he heard it somewhere and thought it was cool. <laughs> yeah. And then... Uh, but he oh. did also go to the Marianas Trench guys, so you gotta respect that, right? No. D- must you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you do. <laughs> Come on. Guys, it's James Cameron. I, Jimmy you know, Cairns. here's the thing. James Cameron and his billions of dollars ain't ever going to affect me in my life, so I'm not going to suck the tit of James Cameron. I like I like the Jimmy Cams reference. That's, uh, Jimmy Cams. That's, really reson- that's really resonating with me. That's how I'm going to refer to him for <laughs> yeah. the rest of time. That's the move. The only thing oh, he yeah, ever like- did was uh, the Aquaman movie. Only thing he ever did good. What sucks is that uh, I'm going to do that at some point in public. And nobody's going to know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Who? <laughs> Jimmy Kims. <laughs> like, because I'll, I'll do it so frequently with the, all of us now. Yeah. That at some point I'll do it to a coworker and they'll be like, huh? Jim Camry? <laughs> no? Jim Camry. Okay. Uh, I think we're we're kind of losing the focus of, of the Predator movie here. With Oh, yeah. Which is these, these hot buff bods of all these jack dudes. And Shane Black. Shane Black, Apparently, the actor, not the. I mean, he's the same guy, but you know, it is with the same guy, which is shocking. And then he goes on you to mean, write uh, <clears throat> one of the worst Predator movies. And also, uh, in fairness, the best Iron Man. Did he write it? Did he? I thought he did write it. I think he directed it, and if he wrote it, he was one of ten people. So that sure. cannot be one hundred percent on his shoulders. Number two. He can only be referred to as Shane Big Pussy Black from this point on, uh, because yes. that is his only fucking character here. But yeah, that is that is him. That, the worst can, part about that die is hard, he improv those die jokes. Harder. Did he really? He improv them? Yeah, he improv those jokes. Mm. Oh, no. They, uh, 
And then he's gotten several so better movies. He's gotten so much better. I'm glad he got that out of his system. It's like James Gunn <laughs> had those had those tweets about the hotel showers being yeah. little uh, <laughs> urine streams. You just have mm-hmm. to get some of the shit out, and then yeah. your artistic fountain can flow. I don't know if that's true or not. You nailed the end of that thought. Yeah. I really tried to. You, you tied it with a bow it somewhere. and sent it off his grave. <laughs> the flowing artistic fountain was where it's at. Flowing. I'm still searching for mine. <laughs> Just roping jisms of creativity. Speaking of roping jisms of creativity. <laughs> All right. Uh, do either of you know, well, Brian, you might not know. But if I tell you what it is, you will. Do you know the link that this movie has to our movie of next week, which is Bloodsport? Do either of you know the link between Bloodsport and Predator? I do not. You no. Know? Well, I thought I, neither of you do. Wow. I'm not so, a, uh, a trivia person unless it's like one of my movies. FYI, I was gonna, you host a trivia show, bro. You're not no, not about person. like behind the scenes, very specific <laughs> things oh, like yeah. this shit. Fair uh, enough. I was like, I mean, enough. I can I tell you like every actor in this compete. fucking movie. Yeah, no, that's true too. Yeah, you tell what? me, fucking the 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 other guy from Tool Time knows dick all about families or fortunes <laughs> or feuds <laughs> or feuds <laughs> shit does he know anything about families or feuds no richard Karn does not know <laughs> shit about families i couldn't or pull feuds. richard Karn either <laughs> yeah i got all you baby i got all of it it's why i won champ or chump by the way this is true yeah. this is true yep and it's also for this because the link that combines or yeah combines the two movies together is the fact that uh, the Predator was originally played by one Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, I did know mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yep. Jean-Claude yeah. Van Damme was originally the Predator and it was originally much more reptilian in shape. Huh. And uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme fucking hated it because they had him in a rubber suit running around the jungle. He's a karate guy. He wasn't doing karate in the suit. You couldn't even see his face. He was just a guy in a rubber suit. He was pit, and he fucking was an asshole to work with to the point that, like, they eventually said fuck it and fired him. Right. And that's when, like, mm. on that plane ride, Stan Winston was, like, redesigning the monster. That's why that plane ride was happening because he yeah. was, like, coming in to fix what and, like, change things around, which, as has been discussed a lot of times in these episodes, we find a lot of times makes movies better when people are put under constraints. They got the screws yes. put to them. Like, they got to make something happen now, so... Limits. Uh, I, limits yeah. and constraints. Creative Rules. limits. Yes. It did still... Yeah. It did still have the... Uh, the the mirrored active camouflage effect back when it was Jean-Claude Van Damme. And there is some rough footage you can see of him in this weird-looking oh. red lizard suit. Oh, it's red. They jungle. did red screen. It's red so that they can, you know, graphically... Oh, I yeah. see. Okay. Because uh-huh. yeah. the jungle is green, they had so to do a like red screen. Red and it's, it's fucking crazy, but there's huh. footage of that existing. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all red again because they're in the jungle, so to cut out against the green. Got a yeah, chroma key too, out yeah. that red. I was. Uh, Want to okay. take a guess? Cool. 
Fuck, man, I got I got tons of facts for you guys. Want to take a guess on what the predator's blood is? It's green. Oh, I, I know this one. Ding, ding, yeah, ding. What it, you know how they made it? Super. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> it's um. what it's made it's, out of? Yeah. Yeah. All right, can I take a guess? Because yes, you please. know I don't. I would uh, love yeah. to hear your guess. Uh, no, nah, I don't have it. I was going to say some kind of jello and mustard. No, it's even simpler. What is it, Brian? It is the glow stick juice and KY jelly. Yeah. What? They activated a glow stick and cut it, mixed it in, and that was it. That's literally, that's what they did. And it's it worked so beautifully. It shone. Brilliant. Uh, yeah. God. Do you, uh, um, do you, either of you happen to know what the budget was for this movie? Just the. I can tell you in two seconds. It was pretty. I have standard. no idea what the budget was. Uh, I have. Not real high, but not a low budget either. I, oh, I'd shit. be curious. IMDb? Because I Is have IMDb a feeling they, they pull off a lot more than the, the budget they were given, a, probably allotted them to. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's also got practical effects, which I will always still mm-hmm. hold up. And shooting in jungle. Oh. Easy, easy for a yeah. cheap, cheap setting. Oh, yeah. Cheap just location. fucking rotate 90 degrees and it's a whole new fucking background. Yep, yep. Easy mm-hmm. to uh, have, what, not a lot of uh, continuity errors because it's all fucking jungle. Keep track of leaves, motherfuckers. Like, I challenge you. Pre- Predator was made for eighteen million dollars. How much? Okay, eighteen million dollars. That is super cheap. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably even back then. I guess inflation-wise, I would still bring it up to what maybe like forty, forty million. Either way, it made today, uh, it so made it's still not super high. In the box office. Yeah, it made a hundred million in the box office in like nineteen eighty-seven, which is fucking massive. Yeah. So, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. That was a good return on that investment. Cleaned up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Fuck, what else was I going to say? I have I have more facts. Oh, the the Let's talk about some of the uh the other members that aren't Shane Black. How about that? Okay. Shane Big Pussy Black. Sorry, right. Shane Get Big it? Pussy Get Black. Get it right. I, and I yes. actually should it be should it be Shane Big Pussy Big Pussy Black because of the echo? <laughs> That's only one of the jokes. But yeah, okay, <laughs> it could be that. But besides him, uh, Brian, give me another character in this movie. Who else shows up? Carl Weathers shows up. Fucking a, he does. Carl Carl Weathers is there the whole time, and baby, he's got a stew going. Dylan, you son of a bitch. Dylan, you son of a bitch. That fucking, uh... What's the matter, CIA? Got you pushing too many pencils? (laughs) We should have done Arnold interview. Oh, you fucking got this down. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds Um, like you had this movie memorized, maybe. I I have quite a few. There's The thing about this movie is there's not a lot of dialogue once things happen. It's very action-y. So it's an easy movie to memorize. But the lines that they're... There are some iconic lines that just, I mean, whew. 
What is that? How about when he fucking throws the knife through the dude? <laughs> Stick around. Stick around. <laughs> that one's accompanied so by like a shot where Arnold looks at the camera after he does it. That it's it's almost like this is his contractual pun that he has to do in every fucking movie. It felt Dude. like that's the only one yeah. I did not like. I was like, come the fuck on. That's funny. Uh-uh. Not because in that's this the movie. only one it. he ad libbed. Yeah, really? Oh, yeah. I liked that one a lot. It was fun. It's almost like he said I mean, it, and then it, he looked at the camera like, oh, I did good, right? <laughs> it is. It is like yeah. that. <laughs> That's great. That makes it all the more better than... Yeah, Carl Weathers does show up, uh, yeah. and he's he's pretty jacked. He uh, is. There's another dude who's even more jacked than Carl Weathers. Who's that, Ryan? Are you referring to Jesse Ventura? I am referring to Jesse Ventura. Okay. Well, he's here. Jesse the body Ventura. Yeah. He says the shit that doesn't age well, and then he gets blown the fuck up. It is 1987. (laughs) You you still could get away with that back in the 87. And, in fairness, Jesse Ventura is not shown to be a very good guy in this movie. No. No. He's an asshole. No. So. No. Going back to Cliff Hard, which we talked about last week which had a rogues gallery of incompetent assholes who were like fucking fighting with each other and getting into dick measuring contests like nonstop. This one does like a very similar thing, but has it all work much, much better and handles the characters in a way that isn't just laughable or comedic. Mm-hmm. Like the, the characters like, or like are fucked note. up and like not great or shades of gray. And that's fine. It works. It makes it all the more dramatic. Well, it also lends credibility to them as like this elite cutthroat mercenary group in the yeah. United States, like yeah. military. Like, of course, they're going to be like some rough, tough, crude bastards. Like, they fucking go in and kill people for a living. Like, again, I'm not justifying at all. It still has no place. It was fucked up. But it was 1987. You got one for free, yeah. I guess, back then. And this stuff will make uh, you a sexual fact. tyrannosaurus. Tyrannosaurus. Fun, fun fact about Jesse Ventura. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger famously paid a prank on him during the filming of this movie. He had Wardrobe write his bicep size down as two inches smaller and purposely had the Wardrobe company lead it out to where Jesse Ventura would see this. And so he began bragging about this on set to everybody who would listen and eventually called Arnold out, and Arnold already knowing that his bicep was actually two inches bigger, they measured him in public and fully humiliated Jesse Ventura. <laughs> and it was all move. this big prank he set up. Arnold does shit all that time. He famously, uh, they say, Stallone did stop and my mother will shoot because Arnold like had his agent put out there that he was interested in it because he knew that Stallone would try to go for it. And he did. And he's that's like the whole reason that Stallone did that fucking movie. It's amazing. Because Arnold, like, ah, oh, the guy's great, man. It he really sounds like a, a Jim Dwight relationship. Mm-hmm. The way you're describing yeah. it, that's a yeah. that's a Jim Dwight prank. It Arnold goes a couple steps ahead for Arnold. Yeah, <laughs> he is a uh, he's a Fantastic. charming fellow, and he is at a he is at like peak Arnold in this movie. I feel almost. absolutely. Like, uh, explain, explain. So like, because I have thoughts. Fucking, 
He's Jack to the gills. Mm -hmm. Uh, He is incredibly action movie. I don't know. It's it's weird because Commando also does very similar things, and I feel he carries more of Commando, but he has a lot more mystique behind him in Predator. Like, I feel he's much more of a threatening person in Predator than he is because Commando's so comic booky, cartoonish. It's cheesy. It's fucking cheesy. Yeah, Predator is never cheesy. It's never cheesy, Mm -hmm. or it's not even really campy. Seriously, yeah. yeah. They play it straight. It's never a joke. It's always grounded in the realism. Even so, when Arnold makes a joke about it, it like works in yeah. that context because that is an ugly motherfucker, man. Like, yeah, you are one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> That's God so good. All right, so your peak Arnold qualifications are when he's the most jacked, when he's, he's the most jacked. threatening. That it's like weird, what yeah. are your what are your qualifications for like say you're saying this is peak Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Like are I mean, we saying also, like this is the most Schwarzenegger? Like are, if if you are to embody all of Schwarzenegger's work into one film, are you saying this is Predator? Predator is like it, what you would show to somebody oh. who is like, This is Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, this is, probably this is that what, would probably still be T two, yeah. I would yeah. say. That's, that's what I was two. gonna fight you on. Okay. Yeah, T2 is probably still peak Arnold. All, th- all right, let's clarify Predator's peak 80s Arnold. Oh, I'm down for that. Yes. I think I uh, hear okay. something controversial. I think outside of Predator, 80s Arnold sucks. I'm not a fan. Really? Huh. Really. I like I like a lot of other stuff. I like uh, Twins I, a lot. Twins is so much fun. Twins, I thought yeah. was 90s. Twins is Twins probably is like 90s. 86? I thought Twins was 90s, and I think Total Recall is also 90s, as is Running Man is 90s. Twins which was 88. I'm, is yeah, it fucking 88? 88? Okay, never yeah. mind. I do like some of the late 80s stuff then. Running Man is... 87. Junior was in 94. All right, what... All right, it sounds like if the 87 on Ford, I'm okay with. Anything yeah. before Predator in the eighties, I'm not okay with. And basically, that's like Commando. <laughs> that's what I'm. Well, that's okay. Maybe that's my yeah. not so controversial then, because I really do like yeah all the other ones we just mentioned. Except I've not seen Junior because Pregnant Arnold's always oh. fucking weirded me out, and I've never forced myself to watch it. <laughs> I hate no, that. Is totally I hate Junior, fair, man. Yeah, yeah. Junior sucks. I saw that. Junior movie. sucks. It's, man, um, I don't know. Shit, I don't know. I, it's I worth seeing once. 80s, <laughs> 80s fucking Arnold has Conan. It has the two Conan movies. Uh, those Conan movies, uh, I actually, they're fine. I don't actually, yeah. I don't like them, to be honest, but I can get why people do. I like do. them. I, I like them a lot. I thought you were referring but to I that Hercules movie, too. which is why I was angry. They're really rough. First. They're really rough, like, especially, they're like that shitty 80s fantasy that, like, yeah, I really only like Conan again because I saw it way younger and I grew up with it, and that checks out. There's also super swole Arnold and swords and monsters and tits. Like that was, God, <laughs> I hate it. As you describe it, I'm like, maybe I'm okay with '80s fantasy. It's just like not. No, nope. I don't like '80s fantasy. Yeah, no, oh, I love it. I think that describes most of it, and it's just not my scene. Cool. Um, let's continue. 
Uh, let's talk about Predator yeah. and how it's not well, 80s fantasy. Even though it, it does feature so, tons of muscle. That's sort of, that's sort of my, my reference to Rocky here is that Predator has a similar theme going to it that Rocky IV has and that it's this war against technology, like the technologically advanced person oh. is going to get beat with these rough and tumble uh, down-to-earth tactics. Like, Rocky's going to train in a barn. Uh, Drago's going to get trained in the lab. The Predator has all this technology. He can see in heat. Arnold fights with fucking bows and arrows and all that shit. What? You disagree, Ryan? I disagree. What you're describing is just an underdog story. It's just it an is. underdog it, story. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But you see it more in this 80s shit where, like, technology is always on the side of the villain. It is an I, easy way to establish dominance and establish the clear leader and underdog, yes, but... I can see your 80s technology thing because that's when they did the Richard Pryor Superman with the techno villain and shit. They did have a weird where you fascination. Where science like technology, technology becomes this weird magic thing in the 80s yeah. and it's, it's yeah. that's definitely, I think, a thing here with Predator and... Because, I don't know... Dude, the most yeah. iconic thing about Predator is that heat vision that, holy, that was so fucking cool. That's one of the first things I remember about this. That and it's one of the, the most iconic, other yeah. than his face and everything, the his face design. And the fucking it, the camouflage. Yeah, the camouflage too, man. That comes up in like Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. The arm shoulder cannon yeah. thing. Yeah, I don't have the shoulder cannon. Yeah. The totally blast. Uh, what's we all just looked like we were doing Sophie impressions. All right, hey, uh, can we, <laughs> we can we talk about, can we talk about that real quick? The uh, whose face is it? It's it it's, is Carl Weathers' face, right? No, it's no, Max. it's not Carl Weathers. Max, Max, Max. Max's face. Max. All right, Max, get his face blown through, and then when he's hanging over the tree, his face is I totally fine. Yeah, such an issue with it because it was I like such a gratuitously glory behind the head shot of like it was just awesome, yeah, red matter. It, it was just... like scanners, like it was like <laughs> scanners where the head it exploded, his fucking head exploded, and yeah. then he fully has like eyes staring and at then, Carl. Yep, Weather, the very like, next scene, yeah, he had a full head. Uh huh. Not uh-huh. even, not even like a hole where I was like, okay, well maybe they just shot it in there like the back of his head. There wasn't any blood on his face out. at nope. all. Nope. Not at all. That was so fucking weird. What a weird edit cut that just didn't get noticed. Very strange. But yeah. they make up for it, like well, in the very next scene when Carl Weathers gets his arm blown the fuck off. Yeah, and keeps and it firing. falls to the ground firing. That's so fucking cool, man. It's awesome. I yeah. love that his finger keeps pulling the trigger for each shot. Yeah. yeah. Well, when when Mac does get his head blown off, like his and leg his is still twitching. Yeah, yeah his foot's yeah. going. Yeah, there are some really good touches. I agree. I agree. Gruesome. I just really, really uh, bothered by that head. <laughs> Another big head. Metal Gear reference. Not only did uh, Hideo Kojima, of course, take the camouflage, but yeah. in Metal Gear Solid, the first one, Vulcan Raven carries around the giant minigun that uh, Jesse Ventura carries in this game. So Predator influenced Hideo Kojima a whole fucking lot. That I makes sense. That. that makes sense, yeah. Um, cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's all... I don't have any more references for that one. Uh, just that the minigun is pretty fucking cool, and 
I've always loved the scene where they shoot the entire shit out of the jungle. No. All right. You don't? Uh, thank you. That was... I saw it. I really have, like, four notes, and I think I've hit most of them. That was the last note, which is the fucking absurd scene where <laughs> Max starts shooting a fucking yeah. chain gun at the Predator and nicks it as the Predator runs off. By the time the Predator is fucking run off and is way out of frame... <laughs> this is when everybody else in, like, some goddamn, like, rah-rah, heroic moment shot, like, comes into frame one by one, just blindly firing into the forest. <laughs> and, like, trees are getting, like, fucking sawed in half. Uh-huh. And they're shooting nothing. And the scene goes on for, like, two straight minutes as, like, one by one, another person jumps in with guns. And it's the stupidest mm-hmm. fucking thing ever. It is it is the most, like, fuck you, I'm a man 80s thing I've seen since Top Gun. It, and it's the yeah. kind of shit, like, I'm like, this fucking belongs in the 80s and I am not a fan. I See, hate that so kind of shit. I took <laughs> that so scene gratuitous. in a different way. Yeah. I, I, I took that, instead way, of go. that being go ahead. instead of that being gratuitous um, firing off against it, I mean tactically terrible terrible maneuver oh awful but it I thought it was more solidarity with Mac who just lost his friend they were like all right we're gonna stand here with Mac until he feels good enough to go on again <laughs> uh, that because is... Mac keeps firing that minigun until it is just spinning with no more ammo and we're they're all like. Do it. It All right, was, I think I think Max good now. We can we can stop. Ryan, it that's was just putting, a manly '80s show of grief, man. That's not. That's not. I disagree. That's that's you putting a lot emotion. of 2020 empathy onto what was happening there <laughs> when all of these people were fucking fighting and feuding with each other to begin with, like. Carl well, Weathers showing up and like shooting with Mac, who like was vaguely fucking threatening him earlier. No, that's not true. Bullshit. He was just using them. Carl Weathers was using all... It was. There's no empathy. No empathy there. It was a fucking tactical decision and a fucking stupid one at that. It was all about... <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna... Look at this show of goddamn yeah. testosterone. Exactly. That's what it was. Wow. 80s. I mean, you got exposed to that just the scene before when they raided the fucking village and literally everybody shoots from the hip with these advanced fucking rifles. Yeah. And they're all just walking around shooting blindly. Nobody is tactically moving in and taking no. cover. Arnold no. just walks through the middle of the town and shoots. He everybody. uses a car. <laughs> he uses a car yeah. as like a ram. No, but I, that's fine because at that point it is still what it is, which is a dumb fucking 80s action movie. At which point it then transforms into like an, oh shit, we have to take this seriously like horror survival movie. Mm-hmm. And like, I think from that point on, you really don't see a lot of those dumb tendencies anymore outside of like them, them unloading all of their ammo for two fucking straight minutes. Then without any <laughs> consequence, because I was like, so what is the point of this? Is this then like a plot setup because then they're going to have no ammo? So then it's going to have to be... No, no, no. It's just, it's literally just to be like, look at look at this. Look at this spectacle. Look at what we did. I mean- and look at the threat we put up against this predator who withstood it. When in reactionality, think- it, when, when it, it didn't withstand it. It just fucking ran away. And they shot at trees for two straight fucking think- minutes. 
like I think it kind hideous. of probably is that story. It just got lost in the editing because they do make a point to show at the end, like literally all Arnold has left ammunition wise is two of the grenades that he uses to make the explosive arrows like which then makes I'm it sure even somewhere... dumber it's that dumb horror movie decision of like dropping or not like double tapping or going back and checking thing or leaving a weapon let's in one scene waste all of our ammo this makes it even more grievous of an error <laughs> i think it's a stupid stupid script error and like Honestly, what is a really tight, smart script outside of it? And this is why I'm harping so much on this little point. Because sure. the movie is so fucking tight that it makes, like, this one little dumb decision. It's, it's notable. Even, it's, it's very notable. That's it. I don't think it is. Again, I think, look at it in the context of 1987. I think at some point some producer was unhappy and wanted to see this fucking minigun get used. And they fucking threw this scene in here. That and. still doesn't excuse it. Just because a producer wants something doesn't excuse it. Because then whatever movie, like, I, there are, well, I don't know. Then Batman v Superman's fine. Justice League is fine. Because producers wanted it. Producers made those cuts later. <laughs> Joss Whedon came in a day later. It's fine. Hey, man, no, I'm it doesn't saying, excuse it. I'm saying it's an issue. Monkey, you gotta scratch the monkey's back in Hollywood to get shit made. Sometimes yeah, shit but like it that doesn't happens. excuse it. I don't it. know why it doesn't excuse this scene it, is all I'm, I'm just offering excuses for it. Why? No, I don't know because I love Predator, goddammit. <laughs> you can love it and have... All right, so here's here's something that's fucking toxic. And it's not something that just you do. The whole internet does. You guys can love shit that has flaws and it's fine. I yeah. love movies that are great. And there are issues. It's but fine. I don't have a problem with that scene either. I think it's fucking awesome when they shoot the shit out of the jungle. Yeah. I think that scene rocks. Like, when are we going to get it? You can. Scene where everybody's shooting their guns next to each other. I've been waiting the whole movie for that. It's like everybody peeing off the, the ridge in uh, that one Kevin Bacon movie. I don't know what reference that is. It's got Sean <laughs> Astin in it. Nobody gets that movie. He's what a dick ass counselor, and then he falls down. Oh, man. I, this is not going to be... You're going to look it up, and you're going to be like, it's this one, and I'm going to be like, oh, okay. All right, yeah. It's not going to be worth it, whatever it is. <laughs> Whitewater Summer. Oh, I definitely did not see that one. <laughs> no idea it's what the movie, movie is. Ah, it didn't work out. <laughs> Do they also stand side so by side and shoot their guns for two minutes straight? Uh-huh. I don't know. Oh man! Um, but Mac was crying. It was an emotional was scene. Mac also always creeped me out when he's doing the dry shaving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I then think when he, that like, was breaks uh, the one. That was very Apocalypse Now inspired, right? Oh, for I, sure, dude. He's very obviously has like some PTSD, right? Uh huh. I just yeah. didn't know what that shit was in 1987. Yeah, I think but so. I think so. Kudos to this guy for playing it. To me, like, Mac is the character that sticks out to me the most in this movie, outside of Dutch. Like, I don't know. He's just... Maybe it's because he's also always constantly dripping in sweat from head to toe. He is. Oh, he's a very wet man. <laughs> oh, man. It must he's also shoot this delivering movie. lines very silently and villainously. Like, mm -hmm. all right. You watch your back. 
Well, I'm watching it for you. I can't quote it because I don't remember shit like Brian does. But like, Brian, can you do like one of his quotes? Like, do the scorpion bit. Do the scorpion bit. I can't do that, but I can do this one. You ghost in this motherfucker. You do it again, and I'm going to bleed you real quiet. That's it. There you go. That's right. perfect. There's a lot of shit like that. Everything he says has like this uh, underlining uh, sinister tone to it. Uh, and like it's he's never... Well, I don't know. I, yeah, I, he's I, very I'm cool with it. on edge the entire time. Yeah. You oh, don't yeah. know if he's going to snap, but when. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's correct. We also have uh, the very unique uh, Billy, who is Billy. I'm assuming a, a Native American. It's a bold He's assumption. The, no, I'm, yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> He's the team's tracker, and uh, apparently, this guy is an asshole. To yeah, work that's, with, that's what, what I've, I've heard. Read. Sunny Lamb. Yeah. Yeah, he's a real fucking prick and caused a lot of fucking drama on the set of this movie, too. It was just a total fucking dick. Is, has he been in anything else? Is he... I've ne- I've never seen this guy in anything yeah. else. I mean, not much. He, again, he was very hard to work with, from what I understand. Yeah. So right, it checks like out. That, yeah, especially, like, you're on something this big with Arnold, and uh, I don't think you get much... Happy. Like that dude from The Matrix... That played Tank in the first one. Uh, oh, yeah. Or uh, what's his face that was in Don Cheadle's role before War Machine? Uh, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Yeah, Terrence Howard. Old <laughs> hustle and flow. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess man. Yeah. The um, the production company, when they went to get insurance for the for the movie, they wouldn't let them hire Sonny Landham unless they had a bodyguard on set. Not to protect Sonny Landham, but to protect everybody else. Because the guy just picks fights with people. It's the only yeah, way they see, could ensure the production. Wow. Uh, in fairness, is it that different from Russell Crowe? <laughs> I mean, you Russell Crowe's been man. in more than two movies. <laughs> but Has he's also been, been in, in more than two fights. Publicly. Yeah. Yes. Publicly. <laughs> uh, this dude also, he has that fucking iconic scene of, like, cutting his chest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With the, uh, and then he screams because I guess he gets fucked up. What are you gonna do? I thought you were a tough guy. Yeah, that was pretty a, anticlimactic, oh, but I guess you can't uh, overshadow Arnold Schwarzenegger, though. It, it it really it is disappointing to see everybody else kind of get bested by the predator, and then he's just off screen, off screen, on a yeah. screen. That that's it. he's off scream. That's that's a new term <laughs> for this type of character. Off scream. They don't even it get the dignity shocking. of a fucking death. Just off scream. This time. Well, yeah, because he was an asshole to work with. They just wanted to get him the fuck out of there. That's. I mean, <laughs> I guess that that explains it. But it is. It's weird well, when you're watching everybody else gets like this good death scene, and then his his is just a scream. The, at least he, he got gets, a good he got a good dead body scene. Like after he was already killed, yeah. the predator ripped his spine totally, out. Yeah, yeah, that's totally out of Mortal Kombat. That part kicked ass. I forgot yeah. about that part, and then I was like, "Oh shit!" He totally it's like rips it out, and the skulls on there all flopping around. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Pretty sick. They use that. I guess that, that makes happens up for in it. like 
<laughs> yeah, all right. All right. It's in You've some convinced of the me. AVP video games. I know you can like rip off the Marines' heads and like their spines dangle. It's pretty fucking. It's brutal. It's badass. I love violence, guys. I love the Predator <laughs> movies. Gratuitous violence. Give it to me. Um, fuck. What, we were talking about Billy. I had another point about. Oh! Uh, so I was surprised this time, too, like, once the killing starts, how quickly everybody gets taken out. Like, the Predator just yeah. mows through this There are really no breaks. Quickly. No breaks. This movie but starts it, moving. It does take a while to get to that point. It's like 40, it 50 minutes until they finally start. And then once they do, it's then 40, 50 minutes of just mm-hmm. nonstop yeah. hunting down. And the 20-minute hook in this movie is like a, uh, a red herring because it's the raid on the gorilla village. Right. And that's when, like, we're into it. And then this movie takes this giant shift. It It's weird. I almost kind of wish that it wouldn't have had the the spaceship opening. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. I, I kind of wish that it would have gone in blindly as this commando movie for, like, the first half. And yeah, not shown, yep. like, it shows the Predator vision at one time, too. Like, yep. had we cut that out and save it. just really started fucking with... And, like, dude... Oh, no, no. Just- you could even... you could I'd say you could keep the Predator vision because you still have no fucking idea what was happening. You'd be what like, is, is this, like, an enemy troop? Like, what the fuck? Like, do they have some kind of advanced weapon? You still have no idea it's an alien if you take it out. Yeah. I I agree with everything, but I, I still think you can keep some of that shit and be okay. I think it would have been cool, too, had they advertised it as just like a straight-up Arnold Schwarzenegger army movie. Yeah. And then have people and go to the old theater. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? That would have been so awesome. It takes yeah. some huge balls, which unfortunately, obviously didn't happen. But that would have been is- hella cool, I feel. I'd say it, it sounds like what you're pitching is very similar to From Dust Till Dawn, but I don't yeah. know how uh, that was advertised, if it was advertised as a vampire movie or not. But um, I can't remember. I don't know. It's, it, it would be like that. It'd be, it'd be a twist you would never see coming. It is clearly two very distinct halves, and I'd be, I'd love that. Because you it's do. It's kind of like, like the world's end. Nice climax. <laughs> it is kind of like the world's end. Yeah. Man. But yeah, hey, you been, guys, listen to Kate Podcasters where they're talking about the Cornetto trilogy uh, <laughs> and The World's End, which happens to be... Ooh, and it's not... Uh, maybe my favorite. It is my favorite, but it's, it's not... Oh, very good. I was wow. Yeah, it's my favorite of the wow. Cornettos, but... Good podcast. Check them out. Yes, please. But like please that Cornetto trilogy specifically, oh, that's, a, that's a good one to jump in on. Yeah, that's going to be all January. Uh, so d- let's give us a, a Cape Podcaster spoiler, Brian. What is your favorite fence joke in the Cornetto trilogy? My favorite what? Fence joke. The, they have the, the fence joke. Yeah. Um, my favorite Which time gags. do they do it better? Yeah. <laughs> What's weird is in, in The World's End, they do it like three times, but it's way more subtle. And I, uh-huh. think, I think the first time they do it in The World's End when he doesn't clear a hedge is my favorite. Yeah, it's the one okay. I audibly laughed out loud at. <laughs> and and mm. I think that one's good because it subverts your expectations. You know yeah. it's coming and then they fuck with you. I'd Fantastic. say mine is probably the one from Hot Fuzz. The Hot Fuzz one is great. Mm-hmm. Especially when Nick Frost now, looks Ryan, back at the camera afterwards. Oh, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> Ryan, what about you? What is your favorite subtle joke? I don't know. I remember one from World's End, so I can't really uh, compete because I don't remember all three of them. Oh, uh, shit. So I'm sorry. The world will have to go on without knowing <laughs> which fans <laughs> joke from the Cornetto trilogy is my favorite. To be fair, I watched it two nights ago. So <laughs> Yeah, you, you are much more much more versed on it much more fresh. recently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so fucking brain froze. Yeah, sorry. I'm Can sorry. We talk about uh, Poncho or which one's Poncho? Uh, it's the other he... skinny one that's not Shane Black. It's the, the one, one who not gets Sh- hit with a log. Yeah. 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 Yes. Okay. I He's liked him a lot. I forgot, honestly, completely about him every time I've seen this movie before. But yeah. he was making a lot of decent calls he had some good jokes i was completely fine with his character this movie and was really surprised by how much i enjoyed him for never remembering him yeah i can <laughs> never he is the most forgettable person on this cast mm-hmm. yep yeah yeah he, he is the default character before you make any changes to the character <laughs> to make them interesting yes he is just that <laughs> Is John Everyman. Yes, yes. Yeah. You put glasses <laughs> on him, he turns into Shane Black. You give him some yeah. muscle, he's one of the other guys. Not true. He and Shane Black Not are like true. two of the... T- they're the two tiny dudes in this crew, and you're like, what are these two guys doing here? One has Puppies. all the pussy jokes. Yeah. And the glasses. Never forget. And the glasses is because he's... is it, He's funny? Is he funny or something? Is that what know. the glasses are for? I don't get it. Oof. I don't they know. had to have Oof. a nerdy one. Uh, <laughs> yes. jokes. Well, do you? Do you have to have know. a nerdy hitman? It's an 80s movie. They have to, they in have to the satisfy 80s, their tropes. Was that a thing? What, was that even a trope in the 80s? I don't think that was. I don't know. You, maybe like a hacker. You had like the, the hacker, like in Die Hard. But like, I think you he definitely like didn't medic, give that though. person a gun. I think he was oh, the medic. Oh, was he? That's yeah. well. He does die first, so you never ever see him do anything, anything of substance in this movie. No, he just tells a couple pussy jokes and then dies. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah. You it's know like what I've, else is interesting? Got to get back to working on Die Hard with a Vengeance or something. <laughs> yes, right. Uh, what was interesting this uh, this new time around watching it? I did not remember ever that they had a hostage with them. I've oh, right. seen this movie three or four times, and I never, I like going into this rewatch, I could not have told you they had a hostage with them. I completely blacked that part out, did not leave anything in my brain, and I was really surprised by that. It's funny because the most iconic line in this movie is said to her character. That's true. Get to the chopper. Yeah. And I fucking was so shocked by that. And I yeah. like, I, this character. Fucking could have been anything in my head. Could have been a dog. Could have been a fucking dog <laughs> Arnold was talking to. And it would have God, registered get, the same get to me. Get to the chopper. <laughs> get to the chopper. Uh, Good boy. <laughs> down, dog, scene. down. Down. I remember I was wanting really to cover good. myself in mud as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> After you saw this, you wanted to go play in mud. 
Yeah, like cover myself in it, like Arnold. Yeah, and... I mean, of course. <laughs> they did an episode uh, of I MythBusters where they said that it wouldn't actually hide you from no. heat. Block is heat. Really? Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, damn. Well, but there's also just... stories of Arnold on set. Like they, it dropped his body temperature so much that he was shivering through every take. So. Yeah, I believe that because it was in the probably cold waters around there. But yeah. um, that's. I'm gonna throw a pin. This is maybe my favorite part of the movie is like that final third where you actually have Arnold outthinking the predator. And then it becomes like that cat and mouse game, but then it flips to the back and forth between the two. And it's not so one-sided because like the film falls into this easy rhythm. Like you have like the first third, which is the climax to your dumb eighties action movie. Then the second third which is a one-sided slaughter fest where mm-hmm. they're just getting picked off and they're helpless. And yeah. then the last third is the the maybe my favorite part of Predator. And I think it's why they've expanded the mythology the way they've done going forward, which is maybe what also ruined the Predator's movie, movie <laughs> franchises. I don't know. Uh, don't say that but, about Danny Glover. <laughs> I I liked Predator 2 but I know yeah. the future it goes beyond that even and it's not great. Yeah. It's not good. But um that that back and forth that's when it's interesting. When you can like put yourself in like the role of the hero and be like what would you do? Oh shit, I didn't even think of that. That's brilliant. Or like yeah. you do think of it and then like that character does it because like they're actually thinking and engaged and they're not the people who are just shooting into trees for two minutes but like the actual <laughs> yeah. thinking like he did that's when this that, movie though. like engages i i know it's just weird like all but i mean if i want to pick apart this movie i fucking can but right. like it, it does like his intelligence like it it's a switch that flips on in the final third it comes out of nowhere that said it's still my favorite part so i wouldn't fucking change it even though it really doesn't fit arnold's character from what we've seen up until this point it's fine because it, it leads to like such a good fucking payoff in that final third. Yeah. Well, and again, I think it, it shows the thing that I always like in these types of movies. And it's one of the things that I love about the original matrix is that it shows the, even up against the odds, you can't ever count humanity out because we're crafty and right. we'll, we always, we're always thinking we're crafty little apes and we'll get out of it somehow. Like, you might have all these technological advances. You might be this giant alien that can beat the shit out of me. But yeah, oh, I, I led you to my tree thing, and I'm going to drop this on you. Ha <laughs> Yeah, I like, set up this uh, trap, and you walked right into it. Do it now. <laughs> walked back into his second trap. It wasn't even the original trap. Right. The figures that out. And man, that's such a cool scene. When backup like, trap. He's like... He has his fingers on like the spike and like the animatronic eyes are looking at it and he's like his little mandibles are moving like he's thinking like all that little <laughs> touch shit yeah. is so fucking awesome in this movie. You know what's not awesome in that scene? I'm going to do it because uh, I'm sorry. I in fairness, this whole podcast is going to sound like I'm like the 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 completely poo-pooing on this movie, but it's only because you guys are covering all the good points. So I don't need to reach. I don't need to trod those over because you guys are getting the good points. That's but right. I will tell you what, that dying predator laugh is dumb as fuck. It's stupid. <laughs> and I think 
does not fit the tone of the character. I think it, it feels not alien enough. It feels stupidly human for a creature it that is, is so very differently. It is a human voice. He's mimicking I, the yeah. Billy laugh from earlier. That's he's he's shown to mimic all of their stuff. He's like, is that what his, that is? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's exactly how, Billy's laugh from. That's how Billy yeah, I know figures he's out mimic- that they're being tracked. I know he he's mimicking laugh. laughs earlier on to call him, but once like his text off on the end, that is presumed to be not mimicry anymore, not like his technological mimicry, but like you see his mouth moving and he is literally making the laugh. But like yeah, but it's still, to have it's like that laugh emotion too. is I think well, all right. I get what you're saying. Like this is an inherently, alien. it's a very human is? emotion. Yes. Even yes. right. So let's I get you. let's take away like yeah, the the technical side of it. It's still a very human emotion, and not get hung up with that. And I think I I don't like that in alien movies where they're too attached to that. I think it's a little cheesy for a movie that's mm. not very cheesy. Outside mm. of the other cheesy moments, I brought up the few. <laughs> I think that's really cheesy, real cheesy. <laughs> You know what is the thing? I'll agree with you, but I'll also throw in the caveat: it's super on par for '80s action villain. Like, yeah, I, I it is very odd that an alien does understand the concept of human yeah. laughter. Well, check I our clip art episode. <laughs> check our clip they art also episode. That uh, you know the predators have been coming to Earth in this area for a long, long time. Yeah, because the the girl that they kidnapped mentions that every year when the summers are very hot their men disappear and show up skinned alive mm-hmm. like right so i thought that was a nice little lore touch too that they they keep visiting that yeah yeah have been coming back and then they fuck that up in avp so it's human season <laughs> it's rabbit season rabbit season human season Ah. <laughs> uh. I don't know. I I feel like the it's I don't know. I get into the lore. I the lore in this first movie is fine, but if you leave it the lore in this first movie, then it, it is essentially just what they're not hunting for sport. They're hunting just for for meat essentially, because the only reason you skin the your prey is presumably to eat it or to sell it, right? You don't skin don't shit. You, you cut off a head skulls. and you preserve it yeah. or something. But when he you skin something like that, and in uh, in the Predator Two, like he, I think. Like, but that's in Predator, Predator Two. If skulls. we're going off of yeah. just the lore of this one, what you're saying, like the lore building, it's still like early days. So I still don't know if it's quite there yet. Like it, it's a nice detail. It's fine, but it's not. I don't think the. I think what works about Predator is that there's not a lot of world building, yeah. honestly, that is pretty sparse. You don't know what the fuck is happening for most of it. And it is just like an overwhelming force that all of a sudden we've got to find a way to tackle somehow. That's that's the thought cool shit. It was super weird that his uh, his wrist blade could go out and then extend out further so that it doesn't stab Arnold in the neck, but yet perfectly cradles his neck. Yeah. I always thought that was a little weird. That is yeah. weird. I, w- I will admit. And it's, it's like, like, hey, eh, I'm right behind you. I'm not going to kill you. Just let you know I'm here. <laughs> yeah. And then it like draws back in and like, coll- it's like, what? What is the point of that? That seems, but again, it's. It's a little weird. plotty. It's a little plotty. It is very plotty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I don't really know if I have much left to say on Predator, gentlemen. Do you guys have any final notes that you would like to add in? Yes, I do, Kyle. Thank you. I think the ending is super abrupt and weird. Um, it is. So we yeah. cut to Arnold on the helicopter, and he has these really forlorn PTSD eyes as we get a super zoom in on his face, and it's going in, <laughs> and it's this really, like, fucking kind of moving emotional shot to which we get a hard cut to credits with fucking weird triumphant music, which does not fit at all. And it is just this blaring weird end. It is so odd. It is, it is cl- the c- clearest case of we don't know what the fuck to do with this. So let's just fucking end it. <laughs> it's cut. so it odd. It's so odd. <laughs> Zoom <laughs> Throw and on the credits. helicopter. <laughs> yeah. All right. We got to the chopper. Now what? Uh, credits, right? That's. That's the next move. Movie's yeah. over. No debriefing. Yeah, I mean, it works. It is abrupt. But no, also- no, I disagree that it doesn't. I No, I, it doesn't work. My point was that gets- the ending I don't think does work. I think it's I weird. Mean, I, and, I'm and, saying it nah. works. It gets the job done and that it ends the movie. It is abrupt, but like, I I don't know what else we would do either, especially because we're already approaching the like hour forty. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'll tell you what to do: not have fucking dramatic, triumphant, heroic music play as the credits start. Have fucking somber silence or something. Have a tone appropriate piece of music. Have have like that introspective moment with Arnold Schwarzenegger, but then don't immediately cut to like. It's yeah, all of it. It's, it's not knowing how America to end just it. Just beat the aliens, dude. What do you but not get? It's so weird. <laughs> it's it's okay. It'd be like if Rocky ended with like, uh, uh, all right, sorry, no, excuse me. It'd be like million dollar baby ending with Clint Eastwood fucking putting the pillow down on Hillary Duff's face. Not Hillary Duff. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hillary Swank's face as she slowly goes out, and then it goes to. I am a real American <laughs> fighting the for rights for all. It's just so fucking. It's like it's the most tone deaf way to end the fucking movie and stomp on any like dramatic tension or like emotional moment like you're going for. So either don't go for that em- emotional weird zoom in, or like go with a, a, a song that's more appropriate and fitting for the end. It's it's just it's it's both. It is just it's this weird director thing, and it's interesting coming from. John McTiernan of Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird because I feel like this is such a rougher, unpolished film comparatively. And I don't know if it's because of budget or what, but like it, it just, it, there are so many more, I think, dare I say it, s- sloppy touches in this one. I feel like if you're going to pay for Sylvester, you, when you get the chance, you blast the Sylvester. I mean, you're not wrong, but that said, <laughs> maybe then. Maybe then Sylvester is the wrong choice. I don't know, because I feel like during the movie, the music was excellent. I agree. I think that's why it comes to a a directorial thing or an editorial thing where they chose that. I don't know why they chose that, but it's that these kind of things that stick out that I think are just, like I said, a little bit sloppy that you do not see in Die Hard, which is only... Two years later, right? 89? Two years. Yeah. Two years later. It's it's just, it's something interesting I saw in this uh, rewatch. 
Who knows why? Uh, <laughs> who knows? Again, I think it's just uh, fucking 1987. They ran out of movie money. They had like, fuck it. We had this crazy But in 89, two years later, they had all the money to, to not make these mistakes and die hard. Well, they did shoot it at their own brand new building that was still under construction and saved a shit ton they of They took air. the lessons they learned they from They shot in a jungle, Kyle, and they saved in shooting in the fucking woods. <laughs> <laughs> also but super easy. They also spent a lot more money on toilet paper. And they had to work with fucking Bruce Willis, who is like notorious. Whoever this this guy on the log is who cut his chest, I guarantee you does not compare it to old Willie boy. Probably no not. way. <laughs> You're probably right. That was, I I just forgot until you brought it up though. You made a reference to this inadvertently and it jogged my memory, but uh, another reference to Rocky, the original pitch for <laughs> Predator was that like, so they were, it was originally like a Rocky movie pitch because he had beaten everybody. They're like, well, who, who can Rocky beat up next? And they're like, well, how no. about an alien from space? I swear to God. Yeah. And that was like where yeah. the original pitches started was it was no. a Rocky movie. To that was the reference I was going to drop if Kyle That didn't. was? Oh! Yeah. 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 That's no. exactly it. Uh, and it morphed into Predator. That's just in Rocky vs. E.T. Dumbest. <laughs> that is the dumbest. Yeah, this is why this like, is... I do not like or any... I don't like most things out of the 80s and 90s. Because it's a lot of <laughs> those ideas. What can it we do works, with Rocky? Man. I don't know. Uh, fight an alien? Done. Mm-hmm. Get John All a right. paycheck. Yeah. We're going to have to change it. <laughs> yeah. Some dude bought a lot of cocaine with that idea. (laughs) With that idea to have Rocky fight an alien. Some dude bought a shit ton of cocaine. That's Um, insane. That's that's legit Uh, good trivia. There you go. You guys want to you guys want to rate Predator here? And uh, what's the rating scale, sir? Yeah, I I have an idea, but I want to make sure we have everything said. Brian, did you have any final notes? I don't think I have anything else. Uh, like a so you might goddamn you... sexual tyrannosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> My idea for the rating scale this time would be on a scale of one out of ten veins popping out of Arnold's bicep. Ooh, mm. ooh, with and ten like the manliest the best. handshake in and cinematic history. That is the exact scene I'm referencing. Yes. So on a scale of one out of ten veins on Arnold's bicep in that scene. Ryan, what do you give Predator? God damn it. You're going to give it to me first, huh? Yep. All right. Uh, well, get the worst out of the way first, uh, because I'm probably going to give it the lowest score. I'm going to give it a seven and a half out of ten biceps. Um, I really enjoy it. I like it. I like it a lot. I don't think it's perfect. I think there are flaws. Um, I think you can clearly hear I thought there were flaws in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I do think it's still really fun. I think it is um, definitely iconic in a lot of places. Uh, the creature yeah. design, a lot of the lines, a lot of the look and design of the sets and like the the feel of the, the just honestly the film, the way it's cut and edited. Like there are a lot of really iconic things that stand out here. 
But I also do not think it is nearly as tight of a classic as many people make it out to be. And I think this, this rewatch has kind of proven that for me. Um, it, it's, it's, it's still really good. Still really fun. Definitely worth a rewatch if you've enjoyed this in the past. I just, I don't think it's as airtight as some of the other movies from around this time period that we'll talk about or have already talked about. All right. Follow-up question just for you, only because you were here last week, too. What do you think this compares to Cliffhanger? Better or worse? So much better. Jungle Hard is a huge improvement. (laughs) Hard? Okay. Uh, I I did enjoy this much more than um, Cliff Hard. I hated Cliff Hard. Um, Maybe I was more... I don't remember what I rated it. Was it... 62? Maybe you were lower. Out of 100? 100, I feel. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was just slightly above. Uh, there's a lot I did not like about Cliffhanger. I think, I'll be Fair honest, enough. if there was any good thing, it was like a lot of like the nostalgia, like looking at what Cliffhanger was back when. But I think Predator definitely offers a lot more nowadays than Cliff Hart. Cliff Hart really, is stupid. I mostly brought that up only because I wanted to ask, because Mandy was actually the opposite. She said that she liked Cliffhanger better last week than she did Predator this week. Wow. She thought Predator was a, a little long and wasn't as grabbing to her as some of the action. So I guess maybe Whoa. 90s action is more her style than an 80s action. So Interesting. Okay. Uh, so, Brian, to you, yeah. buddy, on a scale of 1 out of 10 bicep veins, what are you going to give Predator? I'm I'm feeling kind of like an eight and a half nine, but I'm not mm-hmm. sure which one I'm leaning more toward. Let's call it nine. I like nine. Nine okay. veins. <laughs> it's a, it's a great flick, and and it shows Arnold's range more than most movies do. Mm-hmm. And uh, action packed. It's got some soul to it, and it's a imposing villain. It's a all all around recommend. Damn, damn good. It's funny. I'm going to fully 100% agree to the shock of no one with Brian here. I'm going to give this a 9, too. I don't think it's a perfect movie. And as we get further away from 1987, some of these flaws stick out more. It is some jarring editing cuts. It's not very smooth. What works great in 1987 is going to come under a much more harsher lens now. Mm -hmm. Overall, though, I think this movie's great. You've got to look past some things like there's very clearly fireworks explosions going on here and gasoline bombs for grenades, <laughs> which is uh, just reticent of 1980s stuff. That's, that's it looks all good on fine. Film. There's, exactly. That's there's what I'm saying. There's also script errors. There's, there's scripting sure. issues that are not just uh, 80s problems, but like problems that we are still having. And this has them, too. It's not just mm-hmm. beholden to the 80s. But, again, yes, but this has much more that you can get past those flaws. There's much yeah. more going on here that don't make those stick out as badly as uh, script errors in the most recent, like, Fantastic Four or something like that, which is just... Has what so a fucking weird things. choice to pick. All right. I all don't right. know. <laughs> I can... All right. This is... All right. You went to maybe the worst fucking example you could pick from modern day that is not even close to a Predator movie, but you like, 
All right. Uh, so I'm just trying gonna... to think of a reference quick. I'm not singling Fantastic out Fantastic Four. Four. I just know Fantastic that it has Four script is issues on top of a lot of other garbage. Things. Garbage. Even exactly. The worst. Even Josh Trank hates that movie, and he directed it. Yeah. Yeah, but like, like that's not even like good, but with like some script issues. Like that is a dumpster fucking fire that never worked at any stage. Like there are so many more issues there. Like it's not I even am aware. a f- right it's just comparison. what popped in my head. <laughs> I know, I'm saying it like had that, script issues. that example is the worst example you could have gone to. It's like now we're the predator Kyle is so psyche. much better. Look at look like uh, I know. I'm so the glad. room. Look at the room. Compare. We could yeah. look at the room. Sure, absolutely. Predator, you're tearing me apart. <laughs> he did tear a couple <laughs> people apart. Oh hi, predator. <laughs> <laughs> the fr- you're my favorite. You're my favorite skinning victim, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> hi, doggy. <laughs> oh hi! Uh, yeah. I, anyway, that's it. Nine. I think Predator's great too. I've said it. I I think to me this is my favorite '80s action movie. That's just yeah. a personal taste, but I love this movie. I um, agree with that. So, uh, a, better than Die Hard, which is also an '80s action movie. No, I think I, I do like Predator more than Die Hard. Yeah. Oh, I do personally because again. I'm a big monster movie guy, and this movie is also adding that to it for me. I'm so. going to backpedal hard because, yes, Die Hard is my favorite. Die yeah. Hard is also fantastic. I fucking am on the record of loving I'd say they're both up there for me. I love them both. Yeah. yeah. I well, love cool. them action movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, cool. I'm glad that we got Predator <laughs> in. I hope we, we, we never do another Predator now, though. Obviously. I like Predator, too. I mean, Everybody. I'll tell you what, it's probably no worse than Predator 1. Oh, but you don't disagree because of nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, you think? See, Brian says we're wrong, and that's what I remember it being very bad. I yeah. mean, but also, it's very different. And when things are yeah. different, you tend right. to not like them, Kyle. Like Predator in Cloverfield. Like when Cloverfield shook it up. And then I found the Cloverfield I loved. So I think yeah. Predator 2 might still be perfectly fine for me. I really liked Cloverfield. That's awesome. I like Cloverfield, but then 10 Cloverfield Lane came out, and then I loved that. I still haven't seen that one, so. Mm. Well, it is 50-50 as of this podcast. All right. <laughs> half of us really like Get it, and then half of us might really recommend. do not like it. Yeah, it's one of the it's one of the weirder and rarer splits where I am fully against it 100%, and Ryan is... I, the only reason I can think of is because it is so just not that first Cloverfield movie. Maybe. I mean, otherwise, I like, it screams hate. like Kyle would fucking love this. But for some reason. Maybe that's why. I don't know why. I don't know I don't why. Know. He watched it. He's like, people probably think I would like this. No. Nope. <laughs> I'm going to go I'm against out. type. <laughs> I also famously hate The Last Jedi, which goes against type. Uh, I don't. I, that's That's pretty on brand with you. That's at this that, point that, it's part of that your seems brand. That's fair. That's <laughs> I know. Be part of my brand. That I is can't your type. Let it be known that I do like the Last Jedi now, or else my career's over. Yeah, you'll never be able to flip flop back. <laughs> I, I hope you're happy with your stance. It doesn't matter how good Dave's argument is. You can't like it. Oh, they uh, never change my mind. It's a fight. Here's the thing. All right, I'm curious if Dave listens to these. I think he might because you are. Dave makes arguments, sure. 
but they're mostly because he gets louder, not That's, writer. Oh, you are so right about that. Yeah. Oh, I know. Gets, I've been on episodes. I've been on episodes. He gets belligerent to the point that you're just like, yeah, Dave, okay. <laughs> yep. Got yeah. him. Yeah, if you listen to the end of the Civil War episode, you'll hear a very defeated Ryan just be like, I don't know, whatever you want to fucking rate it, Dave. Sure. <laughs> Zero. Okay. The, <laughs> the the original Last Jedi episode that the world will never get to hear uh, was like two and a half hours of me just not relenting. Like, no, yeah. you're wrong. This movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it sucks because of this. No, it's a terrible. Oof. Repeatedly. Oof. It's probably you, for the you should go better that, that. That, that original podcast was lost. No, you should go very way to describe it. A great conversation. <laughs> to the Cape Podcasters episode with, uh, I'm on The Last Jedi and Toxic Avenger. Ryan has been on Civil War and Amazing Spider-Man. Spider- no, Amazing only Spider-Man. The, only the first one, thank, thankfully. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So far. Yeah, I don't know if the second one has been done yet. We did the second one, so you don't have to worry about it. Ayo, there you are. So, there you go. So we've both been on, yeah, two so far. No, I did Men in Black as well. You You, also did Men in Black? Yeah, you did Men in Black. Oh, and we also did the Patreon one of the Marx Brothers. Duck Soup. Here's Carl the thing, guys. Marx's we like Kate podcasters. We shit on Dave, movie. but that's because everybody should shit on Dave. But we love Dave too. You guys Dave should go great. listen to Kate podcasters. I oh, um, I don't condone shitting on Dave. Just FYI, I don't condone yeah. that. Don't do it. It's uh, no. Dave's great for me to poop on. <laughs> oh man. Uh, <laughs> Kate podcasters, you guys are working through the Cornetto trilogy. What's the next thing up after that? Oh, I have. Who knows? You know, February. Oh. We'll we'll see what February sees. But right now, it's it's all Edgar Wright all January long. It's going to be a fucking great January. I'm looking forward to that, buddy. Yeah. Uh thank you for coming on. And I guess we talked about it earlier. We got to have you on when we do Gremlins. Now that's your oh, absolutely. Episode. So whenever that happens. Well, I'm excited for that. I'm a Gremlins two man myself. Oh, it's so much fun, especially the Key and Peel skit. <laughs> I like it because it goes meta. Ryan hates me for this now, too. I like Grimm's No, I mean, well. I don't necessarily. Okay, that's it. That's that's it. If you are, uh, yeah, if you are not just going to throw one under a bus to be like all on that fucking meta train of two. Fine, that's cool. No, no, no. If you're not, not doing that, I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't have <laughs> any issues. I'm no way I, saying I that love both of them. I love both yeah, of them. Yeah, I do them. too. Exactly. I just, yeah, you can't I, go meta without I know a doing lot of people one. who are like, Gremlins 2 is the be- the better of the two easily, because actually knows what's up. Who says that it's the better of that's, the two? I worked at a video bold. store. You hear a lot of dumb oh, fucking did. opinions. You did work with dumb people. <laughs> you do. It's embittered me quite a bit. <laughs> I don't know if you can that tell. at all, Ryan. Not at all. No, I sense happiness and joy in you. Yeah, uh, much like the happiness and joy that we both get from talking with our good buddy Brian Betts. Again, man, thanks for coming by. Thanks for having me. This was a blast. I'm glad I got to talk about Predator. Yeah, dude, yeah. Did it for like an hour and a half. This is a one of our longer ones. Yeah, because we like talking with you, buddy. Aw, shucks. Uh. Again, one last plug. You guys should go listen to Cape Podcasters. They're a fantastic bunch of fellas. 
I just enjoy them all around. And, Absolutely. Uh, Thank you. Until next time, when we get all Jean-Claude Van Damme on this damn here podcast, I am Kyle. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brian. And we'll catch you next time. <laughs> Bye, everybody. But Brian will, just no. for the record. <laughs> Maybe at some point. Not next time.